0: welcome to episode 18-009 forged by fire my name is ryan stevens i'm here with my accomplice partner in crime my brother rob heffley dude it has been a long long time man
1: man i know we've just been so busy this summer which is kind of i know, it's one of those things i've tried not to be but i think it's the more i try not to be busy the busier i get
0: yeah dude life had me around the neck he was trying to choke me out and i felt like man I was getting buried there was a lot of stuff going on I mean it's good when we say busy let's not get it twisted it means productive but yeah you're right man we were we were surrounded I mean you get to travel to some cool
1: places though and see some cool things and be around some cool people You got the you sit there and
0: you got the I mean it's people you got to grapple with in New York and oh man dude God is just good he is good he's always good he shows up every single time and just yeah you're you're right man I'm blessed uh, give me just kind of give me your
1: grid coordinates. I know cause it's been a little bit since we've been on here. Apologize, guys. We actually we actually recorded one, but it sounded horribly. So he's yeah, like, hey, it sounded like we were in a bathtub. So we decided, you know, trying to be trying to put out good material, so we decided to nix that one and uh, just get that. But on grind, give us your grid coordinates. Kind of where you're at right now.
0: Well, I'm really good mentally. I'm really good, man. Me and my wife are clicking, which is always nice. Uh, I've been trying to just hype up my wife and tell her, you know, go get it, babe. Uh, Let's be a power couple instead of having somebody be an anchor. You know, you need to be a motor, not an anchor. Imagine a boat with two motors, right? I mean, you can get after it. And so we've really been clicking it. And my wife's been working on this thing called uh, the Positivity Project or the Positive Project, I think it's called. If if you have a wife and you want to get her motivated, man, have her follow my wife's Facebook page. It's Tara Stevens. Maybe we'll put a link somewhere. But, man, my wife's doing this positivity project, and a lot of women are jumping on board. I mean, they're, they're folding clothes differently, and, like, my wife is making intentional efforts to be positive. And, man, it's had an impact on me. So on the mental aspect, dude, I'm doing good. Uh, like you said, Rob, man, I've been all over the – I've been coast to coast. I got to teach in Spokane. Uh, I taught uh, self-defense and awareness – and uh, active shooter overview, and then I flew to New York. Got to teach in New York for a little bit, and then also filmed some stuff. And then I got to uh, roll at um, uh, Marcelo Garcia's gym, which he's like pound for pound the best jiu-jitsu fighter on the planet right now. His calves just look like, you know, your biceps, dude. It's crazy. So other than that, man, I'm great. Uh, I'm struggling with a little bit of a back injury. So if any of our listeners know how to fix that, besides cutting it off, um, rest rest but, uh that's no that's negative <laughs> i don't even know what that is how do you spell that you know but um other than that i'm great man uh, it's good to be back in the presence of rob Heffley, man dude it's, i feel like it's been forever tell me about you man
1: man a uh, greek gordon it's uh my uh sit there just kind of you know we we did that and go ruck you know <laughs> i feel like i've been destroyed since we did that body-wise uh and just man the summer trying to my son starting school, all the stuff coming, you know, my oldest started school for the first time, just trying to get adjusted to that. And man, just a uh, marriage, uh, working on my marriage daily, trying to make it better. We've had some extreme highs and extreme lows and, uh, that's life though, right? Oh yeah, exactly. But, you know, doing good, still fighting, uh, at it, you know, and that's the big thing is staying in the fight with that. And man, just, uh living a blessed life way more than i deserve just enjoying life and enjoying ready for you know fall season to get here i love fall i've seen change i love seeing seeing death because you know things die
0: coming back alive and all those things it's kind of a neat season for me dude that's really really good i think you know what we need to do rob i think we need to make time be intentional and sit around a fire with our families i think we need to do that i feel like you're over there slaying the dragon i'm mobily slaying the dragon and I think we just need to get together. You know, it'd be cool. I think maybe in the future for our listeners is get like a forged by fire, you know, gathering where we just all sit around, shake hands, you know, uh, sit around a fire, and you know. we have like two places. We got the range, it's got a fire pit, and I have a fire pit in my house. We could b- burn like five people
1: at a time. <laughs> That's so, it. <laughs> either yeah. one.
0: What about Man Alive too? Man Alive's coming up soon. I can't remember the date exactly, but I want to say it's uh right November,
1: uh, like fourteenth, fifteenth.
0: I think in, that's not, it.
1: I'm sorry. September. I should not. You guys, like, if you haven't been to Man Alive, huge deal for me and Ryan. It's actually we met mad at. Became friends. Dude, it changed my life. It's based on John Eldridge's uh, uh, Wild at Heart book. Uh, really good thing. They have one in the fall and one in the spring here in Arkansas. Um, and there's some around the country, too. But I would sit there. If you're a man, go through this. You know, if you're a woman, send your husband or stiff together through it. Just a big, big deal for yeah. me. And I'm, I'm, like, really sad. I'm going to be missing it this time. But I'm going to be in Hawaii. And, uh, and it's just going to be, awesome. you're going
0: to be in Orlando too, aren't you? Yeah. I'm finally chalking out some time. I'm gonna take my family to Disney world and we're just going to do no rules. Like there's going to be like, yep, let's just eat ice cream and candy for a week straight. No sleep. I'm going to jump on the bed. I'm probably going to buy a bullhorn. I don't know. We're going to go shenanigans, hundred percent shenanigans. <laughs> That's
1: good though, man. It's good for your family. They'll, they'll love that. It's good for your wife too. Just being, being away from working, training, all that stuff just for a while. And just, uh, you know, today, I know we got some topics. We talk about this quite a bit. And uh, one reason it's involved in me and Ryan's lives quite a bit. Um, tell us a little bit about what, you know, this topic, what just kind of, you know, just uh, it's almost a cuss word to some people too. What is what is planning and goals? Yeah, I'm like uh man just kind of just a little bit about me i'm like a free spirit uh that's the, one of the biggest things i love i hate being tied down i hate rules i hate you know even actually before this podcast me and my wife had an argument about cuz she is so black and white and like if you guys know the enneagram and she's like a 1 and i'm a 7 so her whole thing in life is order and mine's freedom and so we have like just about budget we was arguing about budget and it was like Really not that much money, but it's like, hey, I don't want to give. She doesn't want to give. But the thing about if you don't have a goal, you don't have a plan because she has, you know, the date that she wants to be completely debt free. And I'm like, hey, let's have a party. My birthday's next week, you know. (laughs) And uh, so, just, you know, I think those things are huge because we don't sometimes even though we might not be a part of who we are but to get
0: anywhere if we don't have goals you know we just kind of wander through life dude you have to i mean think about it every major military operation was planned nobody just said hey this is what we're gonna do we're gonna send hundred thousand troops into a country and just (laughs) and just go get it no there's a strategic plan and i think sometimes we have to do that with our spouses we have to do that in life and goals don't just apply to, you know, something I want to accomplish. Man, it's every portion of your life. Everything has to be strategically planned. If not, it's a lot like a ship, right? You you take a ship, and you just push it out into the harbor without a captain, without a crew, it's eventually going to crash. I mean, no, I mean, no ship. It might even just do circles. It's not going to go anywhere. But when you have a captain and you have a crew and they work in unison to a unified goal, it meets the destination. And so I think that's what our listeners need to do. And I'll be honest, Rob, I'm I'm having this conversation. I'm also going to be learning because I am not one of the best planners. I mean, I, I am a lot like you. I, I like to be free-spirited. I'm very attention to detail and OCD when it comes to getting things done. But the four in planning is what kicks my butt.
1: I think, you know, I sit there. As yesterday I was in my Iron Council, our team Charlie, our our call, and we have a guy on there. He's a little bit, a little bit older. Call him Sage. His Name's uh, Wally, and uh, live life, man, from the highs and lows. And but he 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 busted this quote out. And I don't know if it's his originally. He's like, so have you really lived ten years or have you lived one year ten times? Dang. And uh, I mean, just like kind of let that soak in, I'm going to say it again. Have you lived? Have you really lived 10 years or have you lived one year, 10 times? And I think a lot of men go through that groundhog day every day where they do the same thing. You know, they go to work 10 hours, come home, drink two beers, go to bed. You know, they have nothing. They look for the weekends, you know, two weeks vacation, but they're not really living. So they're not planning. They're not thinking. And that's the part, you know, I like,
0: I don't want to have a mediocre life like that. So Rob, what would you tell me? Like, if I, okay, I'm living, I want to accomplish something or I want to be better in certain, it might be better in money. I want, might want a better family life. I might even want to plan my goals better. I might want to worship God better or even my personal safety. I mean, what, what would be the first step for me to start to lay out a plan or goals? I would say the very first thing is find
1: somebody doing what you want to be doing and talk to them.
0: Dang, that's
1: really good, actually. And ask them, you know, how they got there. A lot of times, you know, what happens is they've done, been consistent over several years or several things. And that's where the part is like, you know, find that person and you say, oh, you know, I, I live in a small town. Okay, listen, I had a call yesterday. I did, I do like a, it's like a mastermind group. There was a guy from Poland there, there was a guy from Australia there, there was a guy from Canada there. So there's people around the world. Last week I talked to a personal, I would kind of say almost like life coach, spiritual direction thing. She was in Nashville and I was sitting in my office. So you can, you know, I was wanting to know more, have more have more influence, you know, sit there, understand more stuff about myself. And But you have to sit there and seek those things out and to read too. Um, you know, what are you reading? You know, books, Amazon, man, you can have a book in two days. Or you can sit there, go online and buy automatically if you have a reader. You just sit there and find those things. And, you know, from finances, we know, you know, Dave Ramsey's. we know several people love him, but there's other people too. You know, like Dave Ramsey's, Robert Kiyosaki for money. All these things, there's so much information we have at our fingertips. The part is like getting it, applying it, you know, sitting there and doing the work. And that's where the big thing about goal planning is and and having, you know, we'll talk about a little later, accountability, but also beyond accountability is responsibility about where you're at. Are you responsible? I, do you want to be responsible? Because what happens when you have information and you know there's like you have a revelation and become responsible for knowing that and doing it, and that's a big kind of the the part where a lot of people they don't want to know because it's like, hey, I don't I don't have to know, so I don't have to do anything about it.
0: Yeah, you know, I was listening to I think it was Jim Rome. It might have been Jim Rome, um, the, the self development ninja guru. Uh, I talk about him all the time. He's one of one of the guys. I just man, he always hits home with me. Last name of Robert Ocean Hotel Nora. Um, look him up. He's amazing. I think it was him who said he, he had this lady who was just down in the dumps, and they begged her. They they begged him to see her di- di- in between of a session. And, you know, being that he's got a good heart, he was like, yeah, bring her in. I'll talk to her. And as soon as she walked in, he started looking at her and he's like, oh, man, she's got the cancer. And he starts talking to her. And uh, she was like, what's the problem? She's like, well, I hate my job. I hate the people I work with. I don't make enough money. And he said, okay, what are you going to do to change it? And she says, no, I don't think you're going to understand. It's my job. It's the people that I work with. And he said, "Um, do you make money? And she said, yeah. He said, do you have health insurance? She said, yeah. Well, there's positive things in your work, but you're only talking about the negative. And then she said, well, it's my, and he said, stop. You have an uncurable disease called the joy of negativity. You enjoy being negative. If I took away the negative parts of your life, guess what? You wouldn't be happy, so you can go ahead and leave my office. I can't fix you. I was like, when I heard that, I was like, dang. Because I know people like that, that they love being in the negative. They, they don't want to set goals. Because if they don't set, they want to they be around the gossip. They want to be around the negativity. If they didn't have that, they wouldn't have anything to talk about. Maybe that was modeled for them. I don't know. And so, but that's just something to think about is, yeah, you know, take responsibility and start setting goals and start um, start sailing your own, be the captain of your own ship,
1: that's what you know like I mean there's so much about goal setting out there you guys several of you know how to do this and read like 10 books and man I just I, I know for a fact um, it's like it's all up to you I mean that's that's the big question is like if you want to change it's up to you you can sit there you can be the victim and blame your parents you blame your spouse you can blame your boss circumstance circumstance But I mean, that's like it's up to you to change if you want to change something and that's where I think so many people they they think or think it's too hard to change and uh man, I just, I think, you know, it's one day at a time, one day at a time and sit there, you know, make, you know, 1% better every day, one action. And that's what a lot of times like I have the guys I'm with the iron councils, like, you know, what's your action a lot of time instead not just, you know, what do you think about it, but what do you, you know, but what are you going to do? And that's the part too. A lot of times it gets, man,
0: uh, and sit there and, you know, hold your word to it. Dude. So what do you think? Like if, okay, how would you define goals? I know you were talking to me about an acronym, about a goal because sometimes you'd say what is a goal well you have to be able to define it just like marksmanship if i don't give you a specific target then you start shooting at all the targets right get on the range i say go and shoot at the target well you shoot at seven nine and twelve versus if i say you're only shooting at lane seven target and i want you to shoot at the bullseye and bullseye alone well now you have a specific target so there's no we have to define it and, and so, what what was that acronym, or, or how would that help with the goal?
1: It was like smart goals, is what they call it: specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. And as I said, like smart goals. You can Google that. I mean, specific. If you don't have a very specific goal, you don't have a measurable goal. You know, sit there have it can be measured. And something also attainable. A lot of people don't. You know, think. I say I want to be a millionaire, but you know they're making five seventy five an hour. And it's attainable, but they don't, you know, the gap in there is like, how how are you going to make that next jump, you know, relevant, you know, to what they're doing? And also time bounds, like, hey, if I don't put a date on this, that's where a lot of people, they don't want to sit there and say, oh, you know, if I don't put a date on this, if I get it, whatever. But if you put a date on it you get 90% of it, you're still doing better than what you would have if you wouldn't have done anything. But, you know, like even the big thing I go about, even goals, is like a lot of times i see people that have these huge goals, to do stuff, but I was like, you know, what is it? Is it really helping them go towards their purpose in life? Is it really helping their family? Because, uh, for instance, I had a, you know some friends training for they're training for not a sprint try, but a real full you know triathlon. Okay, like when you sit there and go for the Iron Man stuff, you're taking a lot of times two hours a day. And if you work full time, you have kids, and Your wife, if you don't talk to your wife <laughs> you and get some buy in on that one, you know, because.
0: Yeah, you, well, you know, it's that's the du- dichotomy, right? Is I tell them like jujitsu is you can train too hard on jujitsu. You can train too hard on fighting and I get broke. And then where do I end up on the couch or I cannot train at all and be on the couch. And so it's this pivoting scale where I have to be. I can't train too hard. And that's the same with life, right? I can't work too much overtime because then the family suffers who I'm trying to serve. Or I can not train Jujitsu at all, and then, you know, I'm gaining weight. I'm not learning a skill. I'm not growing my mind, right? So it's the same thing. Or I can not work, and then my family suffers. So you have to work this dichotomy of, you know, staying in the middle. Oh,
1: yeah. And that's, I mean, that is always so hard to Trying to find those things which you want to do. And, you know, goals, like, I think we should all have goals, you know, like I said, for money, family, you know, God, safety, all those things, physical, emotional, you know, just personal goals, like, you know, and a lot of times people like me and Jessica were having a conversation dinner last night, where do we want to be at in one year? And uh, you know, hers was like cracking me up. She said she wanted to be ripped, and uh, started laughing, <laughs> you know, laughing. She's been going to CrossFit, you know, want to be muscular. And I was like, uh, I was like, that's fun, you know. And me, I was like laughing. I was, I'm not laughing at you, but I was like, you know, just, you I'm know, not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. And uh, but you know, those things, and uh, and me, like even our goals, you know, completely different. I was like, I want you know, our businesses to be more automated. And where I can choose to spend my time with my kids or my friends or with work, you know, where it's it's me choosing and not somebody else forcing me to do something, uh, you know, because I have to. And, uh, you know, just kind of looking at how I want my life to be the architecture of it. And uh, but it's like if you don't start to plan that stuff, it doesn't just happen. Yeah.
0: So that's what I think. I mean, what I've learned from you and our friendship is goal setting. You know, you tell me, Ryan, shoot, shoot a big goal, man. Lop, throw a big goal out there. And and go for it. And you know what I found, Rob? I think that when you set a goal, God or the universe or whatever you believe in, it pushes you to it. I think what happens is you have this subconscious drive where you throw a goal out there and then all of a sudden – You just naturally start doing things either subconscious or consciously towards that goal. And it's like compounding interest. It's like putting money in the bank and then getting that interest, interest. And soon enough, guess what happens? Here's a cool story. I don't know if you know this, but when I came back from OIF2, right, Um, Operation Iraqi Freedom, I was overseas and I was writing, I don't really journal, Per se, but I write notes, maybe a good quote or something, whatever. And I had this, you know, those books in the military that you can write in the rain. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I had one of those and I wrote some goals on there. And I said, if I, you know, I was dealing with a knee injury that I knew eventually would probably kill my career. I was lying to everybody about it, that I was good. And I I was just kind of forecasting. I said, I wrote in my book, Become a U.S. Marshal. I wrote in the book, right? Okay, here we go. Fast forward eight years, I was selected to become a U.S. Marshal. They offered me Cleveland, Ohio, Yakima, Washington, and Vegas, and I ended up turning it down because I just moved my family, and I'm in the best job, I'm in the best location, happiness is perfect. But I can, I can close that chapter saying that I set that goal Eight years. So it's not going to happen in a week. You're not going to lose 100 pounds in a week. But I put that goal out there, and eight years later, I can close that chapter with a big, huge smile on my face saying, guess what, dude? I set a goal to become a U.S. Marshal. I went through the whole entire process. It was a two-year process, passed everything, and I was selected. And because of my choice, I turned it down. How cool is that? And
1: that, I mean, that's huge because um, I think, too, even the bigger part of that second-year personal Vision, your personal where you're wanting to go, and uh, sometimes you go down these roads. You think it's what you really want to do, but down that road through training, through different things, is like you find, hey, this is not really what I want to be, and you kind of pivot. That's it's, right. It's okay to pivot because, like, I think things um, become more. You know, some things become. You see how much bigger of a deal like being at home with your family is, and seeing you know the where you're making the biggest impact of where you're at now, which you probably, you know, even, you know, three years ago would not think, you know, seeing the things that came to fruition and be even be even close to what it is. And that's where I think, you know, changed, you know, a ton. Uh, and, I, you know, I think that's exciting to say, hey, that's, that's what that was an option, but it's not what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'd just be transparent, a little bit vulnerable right now is that I was badge hunting a little bit. You know, I was looking for someone to say, hey, you got what it takes. You know, I was kind of treading lightly on my faith with God at that time. So I was looking for this outside validation. You know, I wanted to be the who's who, the it's it, you know, that kind of thing, the next obtainable goal. And then more I sat down and grew in my faith and uh, grew S7 and made solid friendships and, and just fell in love with the state of Arkansas. Man, dude, freedom, dude everybody's got a gun. There's flags everywhere. You know what I mean? It's just, everybody eats bacon. So I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to leave. And so it was, I was at peace with it that I was more comfortable who I am, where I'm at and my faith and, uh, but it was good. This is the thing that I want our listeners to know is that what if I never wrote that down? What's on your mind right now that you need to write down? and you need to put it somewhere where you can see it every day so your subconscious and conscious can start walking towards that goal what is it is it to be a better father is it to be a more intentional friend is it to be a better husband is it to make more money is it to lose weight put the goal write it down and then use rob's acronym a smart to kind of assess that goal is it you know is it is it going to fit for you and i think a lot of things too even like a lot of times we have
1: wishes. We have I call them even dead dreams where we had dreams about stuff. We let it die We died because we had a kid, or we got married, or just circumstances in life, and we've not we've not tried to resurrect it. But I, I really just you know because there's things we want to do and things you know we kind of wish we could do and things I think. But there's a there's a part I think of goals and I think I always call it John Elders calls your life battle. You know what's internally stirring you that keeps you up at night. That, you know, wakes you up in the morning, those things and those goals towards that, a lot of times those don't leave you, you know, and sometimes, you know, they're awakened up by new things in life. And, man, I I would tell, you know, at first, you know, write it down and see what it looks like. But also, when you share these things, always talk about share it to somebody that believes in you. Because you can share your stuff with the wrong people, and yes, and uh, they're dream killers and uh, <laughs> emotional <laughs> vampires that suck the life out of you. Watch who you share your stuff with, because when you sit there, because I mean, these things are possible. So many people are doing things that are huge, and uh, they would never, you know, if they wouldn't have like take that first step, you know, wouldn't take that first, you know, whatever it is. I always think about, you know, it's a biblical, but you know, when Peter got out of the boat to walk on water, man, he was the only one that did, you know, and it's definitely took that first step is always is not easy because you're like sitting there doing it, but the moment you write something down and make it more than just you know write it down, then it's somebody you share it with, but then you start just get action plan towards that goal and get you know get it refined because a lot of times we'll sit there and we'll say I'll talk to people and
0: they're like, hey, I just want to be rich. I'm like, what you know, what's your definition of rich? Well, I also want to ride an elephant. You know what I mean, <laughs> wearing a Uncle Sam's American hat. I mean, what? be specific, right?
1: Oh yeah. And that's the big part too, is like, you know, what do you specifically want to do? I just want to be successful, man. You know, success for some people, you go to a third world country, you make 10 bucks a day, you're successful. Success isn't money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's more of an attitude and just, uh, and I think all these things kind of go back together, but for goals is being very, you know, sit there, um, knowing what what you want and why if you don't know why you want it and we always talk about our why too you know your why but if you don't know why you want to do something and ron was very transparent earlier about approval and, I, and that's something i've struggled with my whole life why am i doing this am i doing this for approval for somebody else to say look at rob he's successful or look you know he's doing this he's finished this and um why are you doing the things you're doing and uh if you don't know that and this, sometimes we'll sit there i just want to be successful uh just to just to be you know if you don't have a reason to a lot of times you'll give up you don't have a real why behind those things because i mean there's a lot of stuff that plays into this and uh, but i really think in your heart when you get i want to say you know that like john eldridge's term of life battle when you get that thing in, in your season in your life where you're at whatever's challenging you whatever is like pushing you and, and calling you that thing right there is the thing and sometimes, it's not saying go quit your job, but you know, if you work it on it on your free time, you know, at night you can sit there and work on it. It would be a side hustle if it's a job, if it's if it's a calling in ministry. If it's sit there, if you're just sitting there, just a, a social injustice you feel like to go towards. I think you can work that stuff you know, on your own and just find people. A lot of times, you know, th- that are doing that, and even sometimes those people you can have an apprentice relationship with. And sometimes you have to pay for that. I mean, but hey, if you're paying to do something you want to do and learn,
0: it's worth it. I think it also gives you a guidance system. I mean, we do that for S7. You know, my business partner, Trip Leach, he's awesome. He's kind of like a spiritual mentor to me. Every time we have something that comes on the plate, one, we'll pray over our business meetings, and then two, we'll bounce it. Is it based on our morals? Is this something that aligns with our vision? And if it is, we do it. And so I think that's the same about your own personal values or morals, right? So you look at the goal and you say, okay, does this align with it? Because you want to be rich, guess what? You can sacrifice your soul to be rich. I mean, I know some guys have done that. And so, I mean, what what do you really want to do? I mean... You got to have some sort of guidance system. And you know what? I like what you said. You said, write it down. And we talked about that. And some people are like, that's pretty dumb. But well, let me tell you, I read a study. And it, and what they did is they took all these millionaires and they tried to find out what, what was in common with all of them that made them successful. Were they all happy? Were they all enthusiastic? Were they all uh, just natural on, on, entrepreneurs? Were they... Um, extroverts what was it and so they boiled it all down and finally they found what was in common you know what it was they wrote down their goals and made a plan to accomplish the goal and and what happens is it's that um small accumulative approach towards you're in game right so you don't do it overnight you know and so I mean you go back and look at the guy who started Amazon man he's starting a desk and he's got like papers on it. he's got like a handwritten Amazon sign and now I think he just became the richest man in the world I mean so for our listeners what is your goal question for you is what's a goal of yours and you know what I love what Rob said he said what sets you on fire people ask me all the time they say Ryan why are you so happy and I tell them, bro if you were going where I was going you'd be happy too You know because when I wake up in the morning I know why God put me on the planet I know I don't have to ask I don't have to ask permission from another man I know why I'm on the planet so I would ask you what's your goal what's your goal for your money what's your goal for your family what's your goals for your goals what's your goals for God or your safety or your kids what's your goals and then write them down and start a plan how am i gonna even if it's just one i'm gonna do one push up a day i'm gonna lose one pound dude think about that Rob dude think about this i'm gonna lose one pound a day I mean one pound a week fifty two eight years so that's dude, huge fifty two pounds in one year that's a whole different person,
1: yeah I mean I mean all these things I mean these things are a lot of things you guys know I mean without a doubt, you know what they are, you know how you know they have the goals have the different things and uh you have even like within Myron Council, we have a thing we call battle plan. We use got four quadrants, work on condition, calibration, connection, and contribution. And each one has a goal in it, you know, a quarterly goal. And I have people accountable, accountability within that. With those guys, they sit there and ask me what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. And I have a tactic. I work on those things. But all that, you know, too, is like that's very important. I have atmosphere. And Ron, you was talking about atmosphere a little bit, how you the people you surround yourself with, are they helping you reach your goals? Or are they helping you not, you know, sit there and think about that. It's huge, a huge difference.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> talk about, Trivet I talk about seagulls. I'm sure I've said it before in a further episode. You remember what a seagull is, right? They come in, they make a lot of noise, they crap all over everything and then they leave, right? You shoot them away. So you want to stay away from seagulls. Let me tell you, I, um, I'm very intentional about removing negativity from my life. If, if, Ask yourself, when you're around somebody, this is what you need to ask yourself. One, how do you feel afterwards? Like, I can tell you, when I meet up with Rob, uh, you know, dude, I, f- I feel on fire afterwards. Same thing with Trip. You know when I'm around Trip Leach or Rob Hefley or Luke Berger, Mark Jet, these type of people. When I get around them, man, when I leave, I'm energized, man. I'm ready to attack the world. And then there's other people that I hang out, and I love these people. I mean, they got good hearts, but just they have these undertones of negativity, and they have accepted the victim banner, and they're flying that banner high. And so when I leave, I'm always like mentally drained because they just emotionally vomited on me and. And so, and that's okay to serve those people, but you have to minimize the time. And so then another thing I'd ask you is, uh, you know, ask your friends when you get around them, are they encouraging you and are they, are they, are they pushing you? What is your conversations about? Are they about other people or are they about your goals? I just ask, you know, these are the things you need to ask yourself one how do i feel two what are, what is it, what are our conversations about is it about pushing goals is it about accomplishing things is it about our family or is it about other people is it about negativity i am telling you if you keep those people around they will rob you of your passion they'll rob you of your fire and you won't obtain your goals i'm telling you it's just it's been proven it's been written down they've done studies of it it's even in the bible um is just making sure who you hang out with you know, are they a liability or an asset when it comes to money terms? You know, I just I ask yourself, you know, get a, for me, get them away from me. You know, I, I, you know, I I'll love on people. I'll help people. But, I, you know, I definitely want to be intentional about the people that I spend time with because I want to invest in them and I want them to invest in me so I can obtain those goals. What do you think about that, Rob?
1: I mean that's huge. The people you're around. I mean that's that's the thing. You know, John Maxwell, Jim. I always thought they talk about that. You know that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you want those people that's going to sit there and add add value to your life. You know, sit there the different things and um, just a, you know a little bit more too about you know the goal setting. A lot of times you have to evaluate where you're at. You have to know where Ooh, you're standing. It's, it's like getting on the scales to know your weight. You know, taking measurements. You know, of your body. It's like, you know, looking at your, your checking account, see how much money's in there. If you're trying to do financial stuff, you know, your physical level, you know, how many, you know, doing yourself a small PT test, what, you know, whatever you're trying to, you have to know, for your point A is at before you go to point B, and a lot of times as males we lie to ourselves and we say oh, we're man. in denial. We're,
0: we think we're better than we think we are. You know. We, oh my! Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> Rob, last week sorry you remind me of a story. Out of this guy coming, he was telling me about how tough he was, man. And he, and I was looking at him and I was so confused. I'm like in my head I didn't say it out loud, but I looked at him and I was like, how can you talk that much crap when you look like a bowling pin? You know, like I just looked at him, I was like, "Man, you know, you're saying UFC, but your body says KFC." Like I, you know what I mean? The Roy Nelson, man. You know, hey, like, oh. there's one exception. There's always exceptions. That, that's always exception. But I was like, "Man, I why is he lying to himself?" And it, you know, it, in the moment, you know, I was laughing a little bit. But on the drive home, I really felt bad for that dude. That we that we don't do a solid assessment of where we are. I get my ass beat on the regular. So I understand that I'm comfortably mid grade. There's dudes that carry guns that are so savage nobody can can mess with them right i mean they're over there they're overseas fighting for our freedoms right now in the darkness in deep deep enemy territory i know that i'm comfortably mid grade i get my ego cup tipped over all the time but you're right i think our listeners and to ourselves we have to and maybe i might do it in the physical realm but maybe i need to do it in the money realm and say where it where am i now what's my grid coordinates because I love what you said. I can't go to B if I don't know where A is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a huge deal. Like, me and Jessica, like, our two fights in the last
1: couple of days has been basically over money. Like, yesterday, we had, I had the Every Dollar app out. And it's a Dave Ramsey app <laughs> trying to go through and see. But the evaluation was, you know, we're, we're on, like, a budget, but we're not been uh, exactly having any detail. And I was like, let's look and see exactly, you know, what's going over. But in that app it pulls everything out of your bank and shows us you know what you've been if you've been going to KFC five times a week and it's gonna show yeah you know, sit there all those things and you have to put it you know into your categories and hey like hey we are over this in that part you know you can sit there you and it's just, you know, the truthful notes. It's, it's like getting the married naked, too, and seeing it's like, hey, well, you know. Yeah, those, those are love, love the handles. The love handles, you know.
0: <laughs> but you know what, Rob? You know, I just think that's what I like about the podcast is not only for the listeners, and we've had phenomenal feedback from our listeners, and thank you during all lull to continue to do the downloads. But, dude, what I was just thinking about, what about going to your kids? Think about that, dude. Rob, walking up to your kid and say, you know, Brooklyn, how's daddy doing? What can I do better? Brooklyn, I bet you one, that would mean the world to her too. What if I get honest feedback saying, what about your wife, babe? I just want to talk to you for a second. Sit down with me. Uh, Hey, this is going to be a non, I'm not going to argue with you. I just want you to be transparent with me. How am I doing? And feel free to say anything. Now you have to be willing to accept the truth, right? Oh, that's hard.
1: That's one of the hardest (laughs) things. I mean,
0: even you, you hold me accountability for, you know, religion, God, things like that. I think you got to have people in place. And two, you have to have the integrity, the intestinal fortitude to look somebody in the face and say, tell me the truth.
1: I mean, the truth, like last night me and Jessica were at dinner. We had our, before we, a lot of times we'll do like our, one of our meetings kind of we're planning for next week. But one of the questions we ask each other is how can I love you better? And uh, of course, mine was a uh, definitely a sexual answer. There, you know.
0: Well, uh, Monday, <laughs> Wednesday, and Friday, right around five thirty, would be great. But uh,
1: outside of that, you know, just the part of you know the things, be, you know, being real about that, because a lot of times I know this—the pride part there is like, you know, she asked that question. I'd asked it back. Is like, can my pride handle the answer that she has? And even this conversation can continue today after church. We were talking about a couple of things that what she needed to feel more secure, what she needed to be, you know, i like, and sometimes what happens is we try to have these conversations when one person is like hyper escalated, but that's not the time to have these. Imp- <laughs> that's not the time because what happens is you start to defend yourself. It's like, oh, I did this, I did that, you know, man, and, I still
0: do that. And and mean, I do too. Yeah. So dude, just, I, I still do that. You know, it takes a really secure man to be there. And like, I'll give you an example. Um, I got an awesome boss. I got two awesome bosses that really support me and and, and drive me to be a better man and a better worker for them in that organization. But uh, without giving too much details, right, my boss brought me in and he said, um, the title I kind of use is called program manager, right? So he said, um, are you running the program or is the program running you? And immediately I felt this flare up. I felt like my face get flush, and I wanted to just lash out. And um, what was really cool about that, I was listening to a devotional on the way to work, right, and it was talking about, you know, be slow to speak, think about your words, right? And so I said, I, I got pissed. And then I calmed down. I just looked at him for a second, mentally choked him out with my eyes, and then I said, you're right. Extreme Ownership, Jocko Willing. You're right. I am in charge of this wheelhouse. It is mine. I am not running it properly. And that was one of the hardest things for me to say. But you know what? After that, I knew where my A was. And I started to develop a plan. On my whiteboard at work, I have goals. And I see them every single day. And guess what? From that day forth, man, I've got just phenomenal reviews. Because... I had to have that hard conversation in the front end to set me in solid. Because if not, I'm like, I'm the man. It's the best thing. I'm such a blessing to my wife. <laughs> we have so much money. Actually, no, you're in debt. You know. So you have to have these real conversations. And um, you're going to start to see progress once you start to make these things happen. You know,
1: that's saying that right there, too, kind of where you're at and where you want to be at. And where you, sometimes where you're thinking. You, there's a thing called integrity gap. Cause it's not quite there you know, to get it aligned, you know, to be congruent to where it's supposed to be at. And that, man, that's hard sometimes. And that's just, you know, those things, you know, that evaluation part there is like when you evaluate where you're at, you can sit there and have the action plan to where you want to go. And that's where, you know, the action plan is like, hey, how's it going to, what's it going to take to get to eight, point A to point B? And some of us, you know, this is very easy and some of us it's not. It's like, hey, I've got to do a lot of research. I got to figure out and, and two, from going to point A to point B, A lot of times we will sit there and say we can do a lot more than we can really do. That's right. And that's what I've done a big part of my life. And it's caused probably some of the biggest fights in my marriage because I was like, hey, it'll probably take this. And it takes about three times as much, (laughs) you know, because I'm so, I'm an eternal optimist, you know? Yep. And that's just the way I see, you know, I see something, I see see the good in it. Like I got a 97 F 250. Come on. That man, it looks like it doesn't look the great. But me, I see what it could be. That's right. But, you know, the price to get there, I got like one price to get it paid. It was like 10 grand. I'm like, uh, you know, but I see, you know, what it could, you know, the possibilities of it. And a lot of times that point too is that evaluation, that action plan and even going more like every day. I try to do this. I'm not perfect, but I have, you know, the passion planner I've talked about a lot. And even when I do, I have my stuff put in there, but I'll go back and fill stuff in and I'll see what I got done that day. And immediately, I'll see some blocks where I've wasted time, blocks where I could have done more, and but also see blocks where I'm really proud I took time to sit and talk with somebody, whatever's going on in their life. And, and the one thing, too, and that's in mine says, you know, good things that happened this week. And I try to put stuff in there. And most of mine, you know, I put good conversations I had yep. with people because I think, you know, relationships are to me are what I value, but also the ultimate currency no matter what you're doing in the world. Your relationships or what is kind of get you where you want to go. It also helps you, I think is what God made us do is connect.
0: That's right, man. So what I'll kind of do is uh uh you kind of made me think about this last part is the your environment matters, right? So we kind of talked about emotional vampires, asking yourself the questions, how do my friends make me feel? And do they encourage me? What are what are our conversations mostly about? But also, um Rick Bazette at church, he's our pastor at New Life. He gave an example of a shark. He said that he was reading, um, I love research studies and data, man, i just kind of geek like that, but he he was talking about a research study where they took a shark and uh, they'll throw it in an aquarium, and the shark will only grow to the size of the aquarium. But yet when you take that shark out and you throw him in the ocean, where he grows in freedom, he goes up to about 18 feet long. So... What what's your container? What's your environment? Is it your friends? Is it your is it your own attitude? Is it the bars that hold you inside your brain? I mean, what is it that's holding you back that's only gonna allow you to grow the size of the container? You know, there was another study, kind of the same mentality as the shark, is that there was a farmer that was planting watermelons, right? And one seed fell into a water jug. Well, the watermelon grew like the water jug and he cut it off and the watermelon looked like a water jug right so it's the same mentality you're only gonna grow where you're ca- where you're capped where where you're you can only grow you can only go as high as your roof right you got to be able to remove that and so is that your friends is it your job is it your own mindset and um once you once you do that set a goal start your plan Like Rob, man, giving us all the details about, you know, action plan, evaluation, your battle plan, smart goals, all that stuff. Do that and watch what happens. And people, some, you know, ego might flare up right now for some of our listeners and say, what? I don't need any of this. This doesn't apply to me. How's it working out for you now? I can tell you that I set goals, Rob. I mean, here's something I'm going to tell you, right? And it might be a long-term goal. I told myself one time that I'm going to make 500 bucks an hour. What if I told you that happened, right? Because I set goals and I put things in place. No one's going to pay me that much money if I didn't put in all the work in the thing. And it might take five years, but guess what? It happened. And so I want you to ask yourself, you know what I mean? How's it working for you now? Okay, is there's things that you're not obtaining, things you're not getting, Right listen to the podcast, take some notes, go back and reflect on it. And man, I want to hear your feedback. You can always message us on Forge by Fire. Dude, you can start your own goals and show us the uh, progress by hashtag Forge by Fire. Um, I love seeing other people's success, Rob, and that's, you know, that's what motivates me. That's what sets me on fire too. I just
1: had a thought about goals. Like, I think it's two years ago. Uh, Some of you guys know my wife. She does Plexus. Uh, We both do Plexus, but she is a, I say Plexus Rockstar. And she's been in the top ten probably like two I I'd say probably almost three and a half years. But she uh I think about two years ago, January, first week of January, we did goals, like our big team. And we had I think I think I counted four hundred and thirty six people sent goals in. And I was thinking out of those people, you know, they wanted more. And that's the, that's the big thing is writing it down, you know, sit there and have somebody to send it to is a huge deal about, you know, sit there. You have goals, accountability action plan all this stuff and knowing where you want to go and uh, i think just a lot of this stuff kind of starts to you start to grow and see stuff because i mean it's one of those things when you see somebody when they first lose weight you know it motivates you You start seeing you're winning at this goal you know sit there it keeps you going and uh don't be afraid you know sit there to set, set some goals but also i'm gonna tell you this don't be a sandbagger don't set a goal it's so easy that Oh, yeah, you know, I know I can make that so – because I see people all the time, and we deal with this a lot of times when I say, like, hey, that's an easy go for you. And, uh, just you know, just go about those things. And um, But the weekly, you know, after-action review, I try to do daily, but daily after-action review, do weekly. My wife, uh, she has a, a life coach she uses, and he has like a sheet he sends to her, you know, every week about how she's doing – and about being very specific, you know, what are the four things she accomplished that week? You know, the, the four high level things. And with me, I use my passion planner, kind of do the same things I have, you know, three personal things and three work things I try to accomplish every week. And sometimes I do really well with this and sometimes I don't. And, uh, you know, his only, I read it here is like, you know, what are the three to four high level business actions that will move the needle in a real way? These are your non negotiables. Things, contact, strategic planning, marketing, content, sales automation, whatever you're trying to do. What are those big things every week? And uh, with what every one of them was hiring a personal assistant. You know, she kind of put off because she felt like it was almost uh, you a know a cop out. Yeah, like yeah, I was, you know, I was like, hey, delegate it. I'll delegate stuff all day long. Yep. And because uh, you know, work on the things you need to be important. But you know, having the after action review, I know as far as you did mission, it's the same thing you go back, hey. What do we do right? What do we do wrong? What can we do better? Yep. You know, sit there and, and evaluate yourself. When you do this daily, what happens? It starts to be mental about doing it. How you can do better because that's how you start to see yourself improve, and that's how you start to see
0: that distance from A to B to start to close. And uh, and you don't make the same mistakes, man. SWAT teams do the exact same thing. They call it a hot wash, right? So they they crack into a house, clear the building. You know, if, if it's justified, you know, they, they burn somebody down. If not, you know, they put them in handcuffs. They go outside. As soon as the area is secure, everything's been inside, people are processing it for evidence. Guess what they do? A hot wash, which is an after action AAR. Our militaries do the same thing. After a big combat operation, they come back to an AAR. What do we learn? What do we fix? How do we need to update it in the SOP? And the next thing you know, it's a constant process of improvement. So.
1: And, you know, there's, there's, and here's to now, there's so many tools, there's so many things out there to help you with this, to do this. You know, the things I want to sit there, man, some of you might need to hire a life coach. Some of you, you know, passionplanner.com, passion Planner is a planner I use. It helps me with this, it helps you dream, helps you find your passion, kind of help you move towards that. Um, you know, accountability, friends, there's like tools beyond tools and podcasts, everything, you know, all these things out there, but you have to. After you learn it, after you have this revelation, you've got to take it to application. Tell you take it to application, you got to sit there and be consistent with it. Because that's one of the hard things I have. Consistency is key, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what any successful person is consistent. <laughs> that's what it is. Whether, that's true. It's just the consistency of it. And what happens is you can start over no matter where you're at. That's what I love about Tuesday. You can start over and start being consistent. And uh, is the huge part of that. And sit there, and after doing that, you start seeing where you're at evaluating constantly and having, your, you know, your 30 days, your 60 day check-ins, your 90 day, whatever, you know, your year, your five year and you're going to a place and not just floating along and being groundhog day, same thing every day. Um, but that's, you know, there's a ton more we could talk about this. Uh, but I just kind of feel like, you know, that's, you know, so much. And I'd like to messages, you know, if you have questions about it, if you have things you want to know, And two, I try, you know, like I was look some some hacks we've got and some we're still working on and man, I'm still working on being consistent. Like even in my battle plan and my calibration thing is for me, my one tactic is to use my passion planner every day.
0: Use the plan use (laughs) the planner to plan, you know.
1: Every day. (laughs) That's the one thing to make sure it helps me remind it. It sounds so simple, but you know, it's like, hey, it gets me back to that do that. Well, I think
0: what it is is not having good intentions, it's being intentional. You know, consistency—the key is to get out. You know, make it happen. I hear so many excuses, don't do it. And so, I mean, like Rob said, so kind of doing an overview, man. Get your goal, plan it out. Check your environment. Is your environment uh, uh, fuel for your growth? Is it? Ask yourself those um, questions about your friends, conversations—are they an asset or liability? And then, uh, what do you think, Rob? We're going to try to get another one in um in the next couple of weeks when i come back out here sounds good man it's good good seeing you today i'm excited about you know i know you're going to disney soon and just
1: a lot of going on but hey, hey guys thanks for sticking with us and there'll definitely be more episodes this fall and uh, just you know keep listening and also you know keep messaging us too because you know those things are a huge deal and um i got a one quick thing man you guys to send some good good prayers and good vibes we have had a female listener named Katie Warren. She had a really bad bike wreck, and uh, she's uh, pretty bad, some brain bleeding, different stuff. And she uh, actually, I met her in Orlando at the Plexus Convention, and she came up to me. She's like, I listen to your
0: podcast. Awesome.
1: And, uh, you know, she's an adventure girl just out there, just a happy, sweet girl. And just, a, you know, Katie, she's North Carolina. Um, just send her good vibes, prayers, you know, those things, because I hate hearing anybody like that going through something. But I just kind of had her thought on my mind just a few minutes ago
0: dude we'll send those prayers out well thanks for listening this is episode 18-009 forged by fire out